Welcome back to Season 2 of the ACES Podcast. In this new episode, I have a conversation with fabrication technician and megatronics engineer at the Australian National Fabrication Facilities Materials Node and the Translational Research Initiative for Cellular Engineering and Printing, Benjamin Filippi. We have a chat about his background in megatronics, his passion for motor vehicles, 3D printing, his work at the initiative also known as Tricep, which is owned by the University of Wollongong and supported by AMF Materials, as well as discussing much more. So let's get to it. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes like this one, be sure to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get to it. So welcome back to the ACES podcast. I'm joined today by Megatronics Engineer at the Translational Research Initiative for Cellular Engineering and Printing, also known as Tricep. Ben Filippi, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. This is the first in-person podcast I've I, done for I'm the honored. ACES podcast. I'm so on it. How does it feel, first it of all? It feels good. It feels great. Um, it's great to, great to be here with you and great to be talking. Um, uh, like I said, I'm honored. I, I can't believe that we're finally doing in-person things again. I mean, COVID's starting to slow down, I guess, for at least New South Wales. So it's um, yeah, it's great. It's good. Yeah, at first I thought maybe I'll be doing the first five on Zoom. Uh, but no, I did all the interviews last year over Zoom. So here we are in 2021. We're back. It's what, April, nearly May, <laughs> and we're back. We're back somewhat, slowly, slowly making our way back. Happy days. Uh, so I guess we'll start there. How was last year for you? You were obviously based here at Tricep in Wollongong, yep. um, next to the Innovation Campus, next to ACES headquarters. How was last year for you? I understand you were mostly um, still able to stay at yeah. the facility here. Yeah, we're mostly, we're mostly still here. Um, we had, when it was like really bad in New South Wales or like, you know, really bad relative to the rest of Australia, I guess. Um, we were uh, in the labs uh, and working from home, so we're alternating days. Uh, we only did that for a couple of months um, and then we sort of just came back to the labs. We made sure we had the safety protocols in place and all the cleaning protocols in place. Um, a lot of our work requires you know, lab work and stuff, so it's kind of hard to do that from home, obviously. Um, we did help out in some of the COVID efforts uh, that Wollongong um, or the university put together, so we're doing face shields. Um, for the hospitals, so we made uh, roughly three thousand of them with me 3D. So they were they were printing them, and then we were sterilizing and packaging. That was a them. really busy time for you guys. Like yeah, three it was weeks super busy. Of, yeah, was it about a thousand a week? You're making? Yeah, we're doing a thousand a week, um, which was probably some of the highest production like stuff that we've done with regards to sort of large batch quantities. Um, but we were making yeah three thousand face shields or sorry a thousand face shields a week for three weeks, and that um, sort of filled the gap in in. Um, Wollongong's uh, hospital supply so they didn't need to when they were waiting on like parts to come in from overseas and 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 protective equipment to come in from overseas we were able to sort of fill that void um, for a couple of weeks whilst they they waited on those to come in so that was a very busy time but it was kind of exciting you know to to help with the the efforts and, and to make sure that you know like we're trying to contribute to the COVID relief efforts which was good. Yeah yeah sure we'll get into what you're doing here at Tricep in a little bit but let's go back a little bit and I guess, talk about how you got to where you are today. So your background in engineering, that's what you studied. Yep. So why did you decide to, I guess, study engineering and megatronics more specifically in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been around like cars and motorbikes my whole life. So I've always been sort of interested in, and, and been around that sort of uh, area. My, my dad has always had cars and, and bikes and we've been riding motorbikes for for as long as I can remember sort of thing. So I've always been around that, but um, I've always liked sort of building things, getting my hands dirty, um, and 
I sort of came to, I was always like good at maths and physics and that sort of thing through high school. Um, and then it was kind of a question of, okay, I want to do engineering. What kind of engineering do I want to do? So mechatronics was something that I thought would be um, applicable for sort of the future coming forward. Mechanical engineering always interested me and I'm probably more mechanically minded. Um, but instead of just focusing on mechanical, I thought it'd be a fantastic opportunity to sort of get a base knowledge of electrical understanding as well. So that's where the, the mechatronics came from. Um and then, yeah, it was, uh, that's, that's basically how it came about. But I've always been interested in cars and bikes and, and things that move. So whilst I was going through university, I was um, involved in the motorsport team, which sort of fueled that passion as well. So we were the, the SAE team or the um, Formula Student team. Um, so I was involved, for that for, involved in that for four years. Um, and in that time, we sort of, uh, I became very familiar with um, engineering and sort of applying engineering knowledge to the, the car. Um, and we're able to, uh, what did we finish? We've, we won in 2016 um, and we finished second and third the following two years. So um, spent a lot of time doing that, but it was a, it was a great opportunity to sort of apply what we, le- what we learn in, in studies and, and, and put it into the real world, which was great. Yeah, most of the guests I have on here come to study you know university the other side of the world to where they're from but you're actually from um, yeah Wollongong haven't and- haven't been far yet <laughs> so <laughs> it's um uh, we i grew up in Wollongong and then um it was kind of like why would i go somewhere when Wollongong's already got one of the premier engineering schools in in australia um university of sydney was on the cards but it kind of didn't make a lot of sense so i um just hung around Wollongong and, and enjoyed the the Wollongong lifestyle, I guess. Um, and yeah, haven't been very far since because I'm still working at the <laughs> University of Wollongong. So we're, we're still here, but that's all right. It's um, it's a good place to work. Yeah. Well, technically you've crossed the bridge from the innovation. Well, yeah, that's it. That's tricep. it. I've made it onto Montague Street. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we're slowly etching away from research. The Montague no, Mile is Gordon Wallace. That's it. That's likes it. To call it. Get ready. <laughs> uh, so when did you, because a lot of your... Uh, work here a lot of the work that happens here at tricep involves 3d printing when did that sort of come about for you and when did you get hands-on with 3d printing and start to learn about it yeah so that was that was in um university as well so within like sort of the i think it was my second year of uni um i started working on um their steering wheel for the motorsport car and we were designing these like custom hand grips so we had like a molded plasticine grip and basically the we're like okay we can mold the plasticine but now we've got to get it onto the car and make it so that you know it's it's it will last basically when we're going around a track. Um, so got in contact with Stephen Byrne and basically we 3D scanned the plasticine. We started printing. Um, so we we're printing here. We we're printing at um, uh, main campus as well. Uh, and basically that was my first sort of delve into 3D printing was having an application for it immediately, which was trying to build hand grips. Um, so from there, it kind of we just stemmed from that there was a little bit that we covered in in studies um on 3d printing not a huge amount but a lot of it came from just trying to apply um 3d printed parts to the motorsport car um and then sort of build from there and i managed to get a position with um ipri in 2018 um, as a, a scholarship so i was working with some of the researchers and doing like 3d printing and stuff um, and helping PhD students for the summer break sort of thing. So that was my um, uh, engineering work experience. Um, and from there, I was sort of, yeah, working with 3D printing pretty regularly. Yeah. Yes, I guess like here at Tricep, you're at the forefront of 3D printing. How is it 
changed since you first had a taste of it yeah when you were studying yeah i think the the quality of printers even in the last sort of like four years has, has greatly improved um so i was we were mainly doing like pla printing so really basic fdm sort of stuff um and now we've just got um at tricep we've just got a ceramic printer so something completely sort of left of field but now we're producing ceramic parts um which i never thought would have been possible um but it's like extremely sort of the transition is is um quite large so even even just in standard um printing so like fdm printing the technology in the last sort of four years has greatly improved um you know we're printing carbon fibers now we're printing high temperature materials we're printing materials that you can't necessarily purchase um which you know who would have thought that we'd be doing that sort of thing so it's quite sort of um yeah it's 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 quite impressive to see that the transition in industry um as well um so you've got all these manufacturers building printers and they're accelerating at such a rapid rate and then you're seeing all of industry starting to pick up on it as well so that's something that's really exciting is is watching um large industry like um, the automotive industry and the aerospace industry actually apply 3d printed components to their um their products um obviously the medical industry has been doing it for a little while and that's why we're sort of um, pretty advanced in the technology that we have um, because we're trying to stay on that forefront of, of um, 3D printing. But it's great to see sort of other industries applying it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess let's focus on your role here at Tricep and um, with the Australian National Fabrication Facility uh, and materials. So what are you currently working on now? You obviously mentioned, um, you know, you're doing some ceramic printing work there, but yeah. what are some of the other projects I guess you're working on? Yeah. So we, um, my role as a mechatronic engineer is basically to support research that we're doing at IPRI and ACES um, and also support industry that we work with. So about 50% of my role is helping researchers. Um, so we'll do uh, pretty much any sort of um, fabrication or any sort of engineering that they require. Um, and then the other 50% is working with external companies. So we work with um, iFix Medical, um, Excelda. So you, you've heard of the Biopen. I imagine it's been, I think it's been spoken about in yeah, an ACES right. podcast. Um, so I'm the engineer for that project. Um, I'm the engineer for iFix. So that's, they're all effectively um, delivery mechanisms for BioWinks. Um, so we'll do all the engineering for the device. And then our chemists here will do the work for the inks. And then the researchers of whichever group we're working with will do all the testing. Um, so I um, do the engineering for commercial projects. And then on top of all that, I run all the printers here. So um, we've got a team of uh, myself and Cameron and Daniel. Um, and we we run all the printers. I take care of all the metal stuff. Um, and then we uh, yeah basically share responsibilities on all the others, which is good. So how closely do you work with those collaborators? Yeah, pretty closely. We we sort of, um, it obviously depends on, you know, deadlines coming up and everything, but we'll um, basically work really closely with the researchers of, of, the, of the teams um, and make sure that whatever we're developing for them meets their criteria. Um, so obviously, like IPRI, working with IPRI, it's really easy because we can go across the road and, and, and sort out whatever we need. Um, but with the external collaborators, we'll sort of meet once a week or once a fortnight, um, make sure everything's going on track, whatever the deadlines need to be, whatever sort of the, the goals of the project, and then um, make sure everything's sort of ticking along nicely. 
Just and you are also, I guess, giving back to IPRI by running training. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll do. Yeah, we'll do training sessions. Um, the yeah, recently we've been doing CAD training sessions, which has been good. Um, so trying to get students in and, and learning the tools that we have available to us. So um, we like obviously we use SolidWorks, um, but trying to sort of get students to apply a little bit of engineering to their projects to to help them in in repro- reproducing results and and effectively improving the quality of their experiments so triceps still quite young i mean i think it's november 2018 yeah yeah it's relatively fresh yeah opened how has it evolved since then and i guess where do you see tricep in the next few years yeah i think um the 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 further along we go sort of thing and the further along where we progress the more sort of there is a i guess uh focus towards working with commercial entities and sort of working with commercial entities but then trying to identify you know the the strong sort of projects within IPRI or within research in in Wollongong and 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 transition those out into commercial uh companies or work like uh basically develop them as a package to move out into industry so um the technology that we've got within tricep has has greatly improved in the last two years Uh, i think we've put on maybe five different machines um which has been great that's been through amp so um amp's basically funded the the um supply of of five different machines and it's expanded our 3d printing capability um but we've also expanded our our um synthesis capabilities with with the, our chemistry team so we're, we're able to produce larger volumes of materials and different volumes of materials um also different materials i should say um so that's been really exciting to see but as far as like out um in the next sort of three to five years for tricep i think we're, we're positioned in a really sort of unique position like there's not a lot of um, institutes that have the middle ground between research and industry and that's effectively where we come in so we're positioned in a really unique um, uh, area in that we can can identify uh, different projects that are happening within research and then help them um, work towards a commercial entity if that's either being bought out by a commercial company or you know spinning out a different one or whatever it happens to be but we've sort of positioned ourselves with it with a strong team um, and we're able to sort of help researchers you know move out into the commercial space if that's what is to be done yeah Great. It sounds like an exciting time for yeah, Tricep. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of exciting research happening, especially at IPRI and um, a lot that's applicable to uh, sort of in quotation marks, the real world or sort of trying <laughs> to get it out into the masses, I guess. So it's um, it's really exciting time for trying to take some of that technology that we're developing and get it out into into the like the um, the greater population and then sort of apply that to society to sort of help that um, progression. So it's good. Great. So life outside of work, I always chat to my guests um, a little bit about their hobbies and what they like to do when they're not researching or not in the labs or not printing. Yeah. What are the what's your, what do you like to do in your downtime? Yeah. So um, I get home a lot and just chill out with Netflix. Um, <laughs> As trying not to, As yeah, yeah, trying not to, to stress at night. But um, on the weekends, you know, go for a bike ride, go for a hike, um, take the drone up get some shots, do some photography. But um, apart from that, not a huge amount. So just kind of relax um, and try to de-stress. You, earlier on, you mentioned how you're involved with UOW Motorsport. I imagine yep. you're 
bit of a car enthusiast yeah well. i did see on instagram a week or two ago you were driving which telling about it before i hit record your dad's uh vintage. yeah yeah he's got an old um ac cobra so nice. we, were, we were cruising around in that for the weekend and it's given me a bit of a bug to be honest so <laughs> i was um i've kind of got a bug of like now i've got to find an old car so <laughs> been, been looking around at uh what i can find and currently it's uh old mercedes four doors so we'll see what comes of that but it's um yeah, I've got a, got a bug for finding an old car and doing it up now, which will be interesting. Yeah, I imagine you'd be able to do most of it yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, I kind of, uh, I've been trying to spec, you know, like realistically apart from paint, we'll just do everything ourselves and, and see what we can do. You need any parts, just 3D print them? Exactly, that's it. Uh, that's <laughs> it. We've got a couple of titanium printers downstairs, so we'll just whack them out and away we go. Well, if anything happens to my car and I need new parts, <laughs> I, I'm going to yeah. just come straight to try Hit me set. up, that's it. Come straight we'll to We'll get you. the 3D scanner out. We'll make sure it's all good and chuck it on the printer. On the way out, if you don't mind, just having a quick yeah, look yeah. at my car. No and worries. We can, we can fix it up. <laughs> no worries. Uh, something else I always ask every guest that I get on, is if you've got a morning routine or something, it doesn't have to be a morning routine, it could just be something you do every day that helps you approach a day of work. Is there something um, you do? It's probably, we cruise down for coffee at one of the Delano's, which is probably the morning routine. We head down there about 8.30 or something just before work and, and grab a coffee. They seem to be the best coffee in Wollongong. I don't yeah. know if Sam, Sam can agree with that one, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I often go there as well. Sometimes I run <laughs> to you guys yeah. down there when I'm cruising down for my morning coffee as yeah. well. So That I, seems to be the morning ritual, I think, so um yeah that that'd be it and um just i have been endeavoring to wake up earlier of a morning i'm not much of a morning person to be honest um but maybe when you have your new car you'll get well up yeah mate, yeah go for a drive and then, yeah. <laughs> and then then come to work that'd be a good way to start the day actually um but yeah try and wake up a bit earlier but it's, it's kind of happening <laughs> you'll get there uh so if you weren't doing what you're currently doing, work, working at Tricep uh, as a megatronics engineer in that fabrication space, what do you think you would be doing? Yeah, I, um, I always had, so when I was going through uni, I was always like, oh, I really want to do automotive stuff, like um, working for a car manufacturer or getting into motorsport, doing a Formula One was always the dream, um, as with most people is to get into Formula <laughs> One. Um, but probably trying to do some motorsport stuff. Um, However, in saying that, the more that I've worked at Tricep and doing the medical stuff, the more I've been sort of surprised at how much I like it, to be honest. Um, I never thought I'd be doing medical stuff, uh, but now we're here and we're doing it. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's near on the cutting edge of most technologies. Um, and yeah, it's something different to what I always thought I'd be doing, whether it be automotive or, or um, aeronautical sort of stuff. But yeah, it's... Uh, if I wasn't here at Tricep, I'd probably, let's be real, I'd be trying to get into motorsport. Yeah. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. That's it. That's it. We're only Especially young. when you deck your car out with all these 3D printed Exactly. We'll just, just rock up to Red Bull and say, hire me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always ask as well if there's any advice that the guests can give to maybe future students, maybe in your case, someone who wants to get into the area of megatronics engineering or 3D printing, what advice would you give to them? I think the the biggest um, thing for trying to get into engineering or trying to get into 3D printing or something like that is having an application for it. So um, even if it's a really, really basic application. So f for example, if you, if you want to get into 3D printing, but you don't you kind of look at all the um, lower cost 3D printers and you can pick stuff up from, you know, two, $300. But then you look at what they're printing on it and it's like, oh, they're just, they're just toys. They're just like little trinkets or something like that, which could be cool if that's what you want to do. But the, the other thing is like 
let's say you want to make a box or you know just make a holder for something that you've that you've got even just doing that on a 3d printer and learning the skills um to do that so you know doing all of the the cad design and then doing the the printing and understanding how everything works and then uh, the longer that you have a printer so you know i've i personally have had a printer for three or four years if you could pick one up at like office work yeah yeah they're super they're really inexpensive for what they what they can do um you know, the, the more you have it, the more you're like, oh, I'll just upgrade this part, I'll upgrade that part. You know, I'll print, I'll print this little bracket thing to hold a camera or whatever. I'll, I'll do all of these little upgrades to around sort of life, I guess, and around your your own um, sort of personal life. That you kind of you you pick up all these skills of like how to do CAD. Um, you know, how the electronics work on a three D printer, how to upgrade them, how to improve the mechanical aspects of a printer you know so with all of that if you've got an interest or if you've got something where you're like oh i need to like for example you know we're looking at these microphones and it's like if you if you want to start a podcast with your friends but you're also you know super keen on trying to get into engineering it's like okay well instead of buying a microphone stand buy a 3d printer and and print the microphone stand and then you learn you learn all the aspects of doing the CAD and doing the 3D printing, but then you also get to do the fun thing that is doing the podcast with your friends. So I think um, basically the hardest thing to find is the application for it, but it's also the most beneficial thing because you're able to pick up all those skills as you go. You've inspired me now to go to Opsworks pick up a <laughs> cheap 3D printer, or I could just go downstairs and you could teach you can, me. Yeah, that's it. Just jump on one of ours. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure chatting. And uh, all the best. No worries. Thank you, Sam. It's been it's been great to have an in-person uh, interview. We haven't had many in-person meetings. Yeah, it feels so. like we should have a, a cheers or, uh, <laughs> you know, celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a celebration. That's yeah. good. It's good. Awesome. Right. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for listening to the Aces Podcast. For more episodes like this one, be sure to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also find more information about ACES on our website, electromaterials.edu.au. There you'll find links to our various social media platforms. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Samuel Finlay. Until next time, thanks for listening.